You're like, hey, I want to make The Office, but like at a science lab. Yeah. That that was your idea. It was a good idea. Hang on. Well, welcome back to this episode of Hang On with Nick and Blake. Now, see, now that's a good idea. Finally, we get to the heart of it. Boom shakalaka. Yeah. Boom, bam, bam, clickety clack. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> <laughs> game show idea Mm, i like it so it's not traditional because we do businesses Ooh, but i wonder Ooh, hang on do they have hang on do they have hang on do they have a hang on (laughs) hang on all right i'm gonna let you tell me your game show idea okay but since we're getting into entertainment Mm -hmm. i have i have a great movie idea i've actually had it for some time okay and i'm gonna give you the screenplay for my movie if you're reading top gun maverick i'm not reading top gun maverick too. i'm gonna give you the screenplay to my movie <laughs> i can't believe this you're pitching your screenplay i am i am it's it's a business idea my screenplay and you, when i tell you the screenplay you're going to say i'll go one-to-one i'll give you my screenplay for, for your a game, television for your game show no the game show's different game show is actually a good idea no, no. My screenplay for my movie is a good idea. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I want to put my movie idea up against your game show idea. Uh, do you want... Okay. That's fine. Or can you turn your TV show into a movie? Yes. Okay. Let's do your movie idea, your movie screenplay versus my movie screenplay, and then we're going to get Hasham to vote and our subscribers to vote on which one they think is best. Okay. All right. You want to go first? No. <laughs> Pass. I've elected to receive. <laughs> You're the one challenging. I don't I'm, No, I uh, I really got to decide if I want to do the TV or the game show. Game show versus movie? No, that seems weird. No, I would like to All do right. movie versus movie. All right, movie v movie. Let's do it. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, mine takes place where I have some experience. Um, it's loosely based on the TV show The Office, where you have workers that have like different personalities each one more extreme that you find in a typical office for this one. It's a research lab in which case the professor is an absolute genius, but he comes across as an idiot to everyone else. And everyone in the lab has very dangerous things that they're working with constantly. Don't realize it. And like narrowly escape dying every episode. That's it. That's all you got. Yeah. Okay. So what what would it like? What would the feel of the show be like? Similar to The Office, or would it be so kind of like a Parks and Rec show, or like it's, a Thirty Rock kind of? So imagine the characters that you like. You would have to have these like normal people. I guess is it a comedy or a ser- somewhat serious show? Um, it's a comedy. Okay, for sure. Okay, you have these characters who are dumb, but they're given the role of working in a laboratory. Like think of CERN. But, like, idiots are running it. Okay. I'm just thinking of, like, a far side comic right now. Oh, okay. Actually, kind of, it's like a cross between The Office and Big Bang Theory. Yes. Okay. That'll work. But where does it mostly take place? In their research lab? Or? Yeah. Most of the time, these individuals are not working. Okay. They're just talking they're about at working. their work. Yes. Okay. So, they have the lab coats. They're talking to each other about all the work they should do, how cool it should work, and then they go out the lab and everything's not working. Okay. Do they constantly like stop work because they find like a chip of paint on the ground and like there may be some like EPA? Not that realistic. Okay. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> so. So the professor 
fully realizes <laughs> everything that's going on in the lab and acts like he doesn't notice everything but like he's truly terrified and he always is locked in his office because he's like they're one step away from just blowing the whole thing up but he also doesn't want to go out and work himself <laughs> so he just lets it happen all right you ready for mine i am ready for okay, you mine is way more detailed than yours oh okay i haven't flushed it out i'm sorry yeah no it's okay the way you made it sound made it sound like you had you know flushed it out I hadn't. or sorry not flushed it out fleshed it out i said flushed it out so which is it fleshed it out is it really yeah oh. did you say flushed it out as flush well? yeah oh, no it's fleshed it out like you turn flush flesh like flesh you know like no like flush. if you get red in the face that's that's flush yeah that's why i said yeah. flush it out no you, you no i know what you said yeah. and yeah if you get red in the face you're, you get flush yeah flush i hate you <laughs> <laughs> all right so mine's a romantic comedy uh marketed towards young 20s to mid 30s white women uh who are going to take their boyfriends or husbands you said rom-com got it yeah rom-com okay all right, it's called free drinks all right okay. ready all right so i even have the actors and actresses that are playing these characters okay, okay. now if you got the movie signed would you do a cameo oh for sure okay. i would be quentin tarantino i would okay 100 okay uh all right so there are two main characters all right so the two main characters are played by chris pratt and blake lively all right <laughs> i don't know if i can use their names on our whatever you know, yeah we're gonna go with it. they're public figures it's okay. okay it's parody oh that's actually true you can anyway so they are friends kind of mutual friends they're in this friend group they live in new york city they have been friends for quite some time. They've never been romantically involved or anything like that, but they're good friends. And they are going to this wedding in, we'll say Hawaii. It doesn't really matter where the wedding's at. Okay. Uh, but it's a destination wedding. Okay. Sure. So the movie opens up kind of with them traveling, on going to the airport, getting, and then, you know, traveling separately, and then getting there. So they get there. It's the night before the rehearsal dinner. Okay. okay. So two nights before the wedding. Okay. All right. So they are with their groups of friends. And what they've kind of realized at this dinner with all their friends is that they are soon to be the last single people in this big group of friends. Oh, okay. Okay. So Blake Lively is a lawyer. She's got like, you know, all work, no play. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't have time for yeah. a relationship or anything like that. Classic rom-com story here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chris Pratt is a chef and he owns kind of like a local family owned. It was passed down from his grandparents, Italian restaurant in the village. He's like getting by. He's like, he's actually like a great chef, professionally trained, worked in some really high end restaurants, but his, you know, love was to run his family's Italian restaurant. Sure. So he's, he's getting my, he has locals that come into his restaurant. You know, I'm just trying to give you the back. Yeah. All right. So they're at this dinner and like I said, they're friends. They're just never been romantically involved. They're just good friends. So everybody's kind of going to bed because they're all married. Some of them have kids. We can all relate to that. So they're, they're going to bed, but the two of these guys, they want to go out and have some drinks. So they go to this bar. Then after a few drinks, uh, Chris Pratt is like, I've got this great idea. He's like, we're just going to get free drinks for the rest of the night. And she's like, how are we going to do that? He's like, 
hang on, let me see one of those rings that's on your hand. And then he gets down and proposes to her at the bar. So people at the bar will buy them free drinks for the rest of the night. Works great. Everybody's like, oh my goodness, congratulations. You guys just got engaged. That's so incredible. Like they party, they have a wonderful night. They have a great time. They meet all these new people. Just, you know, and then there would be a music montage of yeah. them drinking and having a great time, Absolutely. acting like they were engaged, whatever. So they wake up the next morning, day of the rehearsal dinner. Do they wake up together? No. Okay. Nope. They they both are in on it. They're like, once he tells her the idea, he's like, she's like, that's a great idea. Let's go for it. What's the worst thing that happens? Maybe we only get like one or two free drinks, but like, hey, we'll still get some free drinks. Oh, by the way, name of the movie, free drinks. Just just yeah. so you know. So they wake up the next morning. They've had a great time. They go to bed separately. They wake up and he gets a phone call and it's Blake Lively, whatever her character's name is, frantically calling him. So what has happened is the owner of the bar that they were at was taking pictures and it was such a great celebration that he posted it on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As like a, hey, congratulations to the new couple. Well, someone in the wedding party has seen these pictures and is now like, oh my goodness, I didn't even know you guys were dating, congratulations. And so now the wedding party and everybody at the wedding, including the bride and groom, okay. thinks that they're actually engaged. All right. So now they have to fake that. So they get together, they have like a heated argument and they're like, what, what are we going to do? Should we just tell people and just tell people okay, why? So you need, you got to have a driving force because drive what a driving force, like Chris Pratt's grandmother who's his only living relative, has to be at this, and she has to be excited. Because otherwise, they just say, we were faking for free drinks. Well, so... so how, if there is an yeah, old person who's excited to finally see Chris Pratt... See, I think it should just be... And see, that's kind of why I gave you the backstory. Yeah. Is that they both... Like, their friend groups love both of them, like them. They kind of secretively have been like, hey, we should get these two together. But they're all both so focused on work, one running in the restaurant and one being like a hotshot lawyer, that they just haven't had time for a relationship. So, so I now think it's the opposite. I think the friend group has to be ready to kick them out because they've been a little bit distant and they haven't been part of the group that's all married now. Mm. See, I don't like that because it's a negative tone. Yeah, but something has to yeah, drive them to I, lie. I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. Uh, also, no, it's a movie, so they're obviously just going to make the stupid <laughs> choice. <laughs> All right, so the the I think the driving. Why don't you just make Blake Lively Canadian, and then she needs to get married that, for a green card. That's the proposal. proposal. Yeah. So I think that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Keep telling me my best friend's wedding. So I. Th <laughs> I think the driving force is the bride and groom, who are. Let's actually, even if you want to, Blake Lively and Chris Pratt are going to be the maid of honor and the best man. Sure. I think that makes it easy and solves your problem. Yeah. So now the bride and groom, who's like his best friend and her best friend, are like, they are so excited. And so when they get to to hear the news, and so when they get together to decide like, hey, because there's going to be that argument. That's going to be the thing. Should we, one, tell people that we're just lying to get free drinks? Or two, should we just go with it and then when we get back to new york tell people that it was just like what happened but like not ruin the wedding and so they obviously decide to just go with it send it if you will uh and well, fake it, could it be money. for the wedding so let's say 
Chris Pratt character is already poor or doesn't have a lot of money. Can I just finish the, the screenplay? Before? Hurry up, dude. <laughs> the whole podcast is going to be you. Bitch. Sorry, but I fleshed out my idea. Unlike you. Yeah, it's very flush. It is going to be flush with cash because it's a great idea. Yeah. All right. So anyway, they decide to fake it, go with it, and they have a great time at the wedding. They actually kind of end up falling for each other a little bit when they get to the wedding. And just like any other good movie, they just dig themselves deeper and deeper into lying and they get back to New York. And then by the time they're back to New York, they're like, hey, we're actually kind of having fun, like uh, dating or like with each other. Why don't we just keep this going for a little bit longer and we'll do all of the like, kind of in the theme with the free drinks we'll do all the free stuff for what like we'll go and sample food and we'll go and sample wedding cakes and, and we'll go and listen to the wedding. band no so it's a rom-com so it's got to be so sometime in this they fall in love with each other and then somewhat 40 year old virgin style they get into an argument because she is like this big hotshot wants to be like the best lawyer there is he's like i'm really content with just running my little like italian place i don't really need to be like some hotshot chef or whatever she tries to help like make his business a little bit better to try to help him out he kind of pushes her away because like well i just want my business to be like my business she doesn't know that it was like his grandparents business and so that's why he like stopped being like a chef at this really great she just sees like hey this guy professionally trained had all this opportunity and then he stopped doing that so he could be this like chef and own this kind of like restaurant where he can just hang out with his friends and like drink at the bar and so she's like he's kind of like being bummy and i don't want to like keep then she finds out that it was actually his grandparents restaurant he take took it over because it meant so much to him sentimentally so then after like breaking up because they start dating obviously as yeah. they're trying out wedding stuff and that's where most of the comedy is is them like going and like trying wedding cakes and listening to bands and like all this other stuff and then they break up because of their differences then she finds out that um he's actually doing it for a really good reason for sentimental reasons because the restaurant was his grandparents and then the movie ends with them getting back together and them saying like, Hey, do you want to go out to the bar and get some free drinks? And then they go to a bar medium. I think mine was better. I will put up a poll right now on YouTube at this point, And then, uh, people can vote which one's which. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Soda bet. Yours was literally 15 seconds. You were like, Hey, I want to make the office. Our episodes are like 15 <laughs> minutes long. I didn't know the whole episode was going to be you pitching something. You're like, Hey, I want to make the office, but like at a science lab. Yeah. That, that was your idea. It was a good idea. <laughs> Think about how good the office is. Think about how good the big bang theory is. Thank you for listening to our show to participate. Send your comments or business ideas to thehangonpodcast at gmail.com. Keep us motivated by subscribing to us on YouTube and iTunes. And tell a friend. This is The Hang On Podcast. It was an honor. See you next week.